G'day punters and welcome to Winning Post's preview podcast for the weekend of Saturday, March 27. I'm John Barker from Winning Post. Joining me as usual will be Dynamite Dan Nuttall. Joel is still on holidays, back next week. But uh, in the meantime, we've got a very special, uh, for a very short time only, guest guest in uh, Paul Richo Richards. Richo, uh, welcome back to the podcast. I'm sure you have been on once or twice before. I know you're on a deadline, but uh, hopefully we'll get through this Rose Hill uh, meeting pretty quickly and hopefully they'll get through it this week, unlike last week. Thanks, Sparks. Good to be back after a little break. Uh, yeah, got some more money in the account after to get stuck in the Rose Hill. So we'll see how we go. Uh, Daniel, um, well, Rose Hill right now in the heavy range. Um, uh, Ron Duffersy reckons uh, his spies are telling him it's going to get back to soft. Is that uh, have you changed many of your selections from uh, last week? I hope you've changed a couple. Otherwise, there's no point the listeners really uh, tuning in. Uh, look, I'll be honest, um, not not particularly. There's a couple of races, probably three or four races that have had a a few new additions um, with the extra week, and those are probably the the races that had the most changed. But in terms of top selections, it, it's not a it's not a whole lot different, if I'm honest. Um, we we uh, do want you to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we're expecting a soft seven, heavy eight. We were expecting to be heavy range last week. So um, for that reason, no, nothing nothing's really changed other than those races that have got a few more. Okay, well, bearing in mind that uh, Richard only has about 15 minutes uh, to fly through this uh, meeting, Daniel, you uh, just uh, just give us a, a, a fairly, very brief summary, given that the listeners uh, have heard most of your thoughts last week. But we'll take you right through the uh, program at Rose Hill because it's all black type. We start in race one, Irresistible Pools and Spas, Derby Munro Stakes, 1,200 metre, listed event at set weights and penalties for three-year-olds over 1,200 metres, Daniel. Yeah, you're going to stick with Isotope. I loved, his, I loved her wins in the summer in Brisbane. I think she's a very talented filly. Uh, Marbusha in as well. She gets a go into the race. She wasn't entered last week. Her win at Flemington was awesome first up. Odium, I think, can hit back hard second up and Andermatt in as well. Six, eight, four, eleven. 11. Uh, I went for Lord Olympus. I thought his run down the Flemington straight was pretty good when he ran third in a strong three-year-old race. Blew the start that day. He can handle wet, some wet tracks, and uh, I think about fourteen dollars at the moment. So we've got him on top, uh, and the mat number eleven, prior Isotope and Holyfield, ten, eleven, six, three. Yes, I have stuck with Doubtland to beat Andermatt, Private Eye, and Isotope two, eleven, five, and six. Now, Richard, when Daniel stops that pregnant pause, when Daniel stops talking, is when you're supposed to start. Just, okay. uh, just for reference, uh, right. don't want to don't want to uh, show the listeners how the sausage is made, but that is how it goes. Okay, just, I'm just lacking just like lacking craft. Sorry about that. Rose Hill, uh, race two on Saturday is the 4X NE Mannion Cup, group three quality over 2,400 metres, Daniel. Yeah, still with Collide. So I thought the, the first up run in that 2,000 metre list of race was, uh, was very good. <clears throat> a second up will only improve up in trip and that Mount Popa form looks pretty good. So eight on top, seven in next Sacramento who... Um, it also has that form around Mount Popa. 13, Favourite Moon, and one, Mustagia. 8, 7, 13. Uh, Collide's had a big week. I didn't have him on top last week, but I've now got him on top. Uh, Yonkers was running last week, but he went, went no good at Mornington, so I've got Collide on top. From 7, Sacramento, uh, I think Quick Thinker might improve. James McDonald, a heavy track, number four, and I threw in the English visitor, Favourite Moon, for fourth. 
I have, uh, and uh, Richo has disappeared. Uh, I, we hope uh, to get him back shortly. But um, I'm sticking with uh, Dadu's dart at uh, a good each way price to beat Quick Thinker, Collide, and Sacramento. So that's 10, 4, 8, and 7. Race 3 at Rose Hill on Saturday. Daniel is a race called the Roadwork Solutions Epona Stakes, 1900 metre group 3 for fillies and mares at set weights and penalties. Yeah, I'm going to be with stick with Polly Gray. I think she gets the conditions to suit. Like the like batches here, third up and and slightly rising in trip. She ticks a lot of boxes. Um, one of the better bets on the card, I think. The five, Polly Gray. Six, Rondinella, another who will improve up to 900 metres, third up. She's ideal. And last start when a Welsh, Welsh legend um, in for third and fourth. Five, six, seven, eleven. Uh, I went with number seven. She's ideal. Uh, suited by the step up in trip. Two good runs this time in. She'll concede a start, but she'll be charging home. To beat uh, number 11, Welsh legend, will give itself every chance. Uh, Polly Gray, I also expect to run well, Daniel, and we'll throw in Ice Bath for fourth. So 7, 11, 5, and 16. Similar from me, she's ideal to beat Polly Gray, Ice Bath, and Missy Bill, 7, 5, 16, and 3. Race 4, one of the most intriguing events on the card. A bit of intrigue added from last week when it was uh, really a race in two. Uh, with uh, three more there, mainly as nuisance value. We're now up to uh, nine starters in race four. The Randvet Stakes 2,000 metre group one standard weight for age worth 700,000, including the uh, Cox Plate winner is turning up. Um, but uh, we haven't found him on top, have we, Daniel? No, and um, the Golden Eagle winner as well here, Colette, who I think is a very good chance. I've got a third pick, though. I still... I'm going to side with the uh, the main two from last week, who are still in the market, are still are the uh, the ones to beat. I've got six very elegant on top of the one, Adib, seven Colette in for third, and Master of Wine fourth. Six, one, seven, three. I've got the same first three, six, one, seven, and we'll put in Sir Dragon A for fourth. He should improve on a wet track over 2,000. Six, one, seven, two. Yeah, I've got the first two the other way around. Adib, very elegant, Colette, Sir Dragon at one, six, seven, and two. Second of the Group 1s at Rose Hill on Saturday is the Sky Racing Rose Hill Guineas. Race 5, 2,000 metres, set weights for three-year-olds worth 600,000, Daniel. Yeah, Green Slam, the new addition um, from last week. We'll add a, inject a bit of speed into the race, that's for sure. I think that only helps Mawanga, though. He's, um, he's really tracking up nice with this preparation. Seems to want all the 2,000, and he's on top for me. The one in Next Lines Raw, who uh, was excellent, Defeating Mulga last time that ran with Guineas. I think he, he I think he's got improved up to two thousand as well, but um happy to go with a three on top of the one. Six wheelhouse, good despite a wide run last start and fifteen Montefilia. So not much change. Six one oh, sorry, three one, six fifteen. Uh, not much different from me. I also think Mawunga's ready to win. Uh Lions Raw certainly run well again. Philly Montefilia will uh ticking along nicely and I think Grand Slam will give him something to chase as well. So three, one, fifteen and five. I've got the same four as Daniel, three, one, six, and 15, and made my longer my best race six. At Rose Hill on Saturday, the agency, George Ryder Stakes, 1,500 metre standard weight for age, group one, worth a million bucks, Daniel. Yeah, fun star, third up. She's no slouch on a wet track, and I just think um, 
I think she's going well, this preparation. I thought her run in the, the Chipping Norton was uh, very good. So she's on top. The two, Avilius, we know how much he can like. He likes a wet track. Just been the length of time he's had a win, the query for mine. Five star of the seeds, thought was pretty good in the all-star mile on a, on a tough track and one colding in for four. 13-2. Uh, same Cronulla, same order. 13 fun star from two Avilius. I'm expecting number 10, Dawn Passage, to run well. And also reckon number 11, Junipel, might show up first up. He's probably a bit of a smoky for the Doncaster Junipel if he gets in. That's 13 to beat 2, 10 and 11. Avilius for me to beat Junipel, Cascadian and Dreamforce 2, 11, 8 and 3. The big one is race 7 at uh, Rose Hill on Saturday. This is the only one. That was not opened up again. Uh, same barriers, same acceptors. We lost O President during the week. He will be back uh, in spring, mind you. Um, but it is the Longines Golden Slipper, 1,200 metre, Group 1, set weights for two-year-olds, worth $3.5 million, Daniel. Yeah, can't fault Profiteer. Um, there's two first first two wins are excellent and then did plenty wrong last start and um, still brave behind Animo. We did have the gun run. Uh, stay inside. Next best. Like this These forecast. This forecast. Six home affairs. I think a little bit underrated. It was run um, behind Animo and uh, Profiteer last start was pretty good. And in for fourth, I got the three Artorias. Two, eight, six, three. Well, Richo has dropped out once again at the most crucial stage. So uh, over to me. Uh, to tell you that I'm sticking with four moves ahead as my value bet on the Rose Hill program. I think it'll still be wetter. For her to make an impact from home affairs, Profiteer and Artorius, 13, 6, 2 and 3. Richo, which way did you go in the uh, I went with number eight, Stay Inside. Didn't think it had a lot of luck behind Animo last time. Uh, Profiteer, as Daniel mentioned, is going to be hard to beat. Uh, home affairs, another one. And Artorius, three. So eight, two, six and 3. The fifth and final Group 1 at Rose Hill on Saturday on what we hope will be a cracking card, albeit wet, of uh, top-quality racing is Race 8, the Bisley Workwear Galaxy, 1,100-metre Group 1 handicap, uh, genuine handicap with a minimum of 51, although not such a spread without uh, nature stripping it this week. Um, Daniel, which way did you go? Yeah, Wild Ruler with the 51 kilos is hard to go past. I think he's a really impressive colt. He's um, he's done everything right so far, and he was just did all he had to first up, put away a pretty good field there, and looks um, right on song for this with the lightweight. So on top of me, the 13, one Eduardo, hard to knock him with the the last start. Win Joe Pride said to me during the week he's going as well as ever. Uh, three Fabergino won a won a trial quite convinc- convincingly on a wet track leading into this. And four, Hortbury on her. I think she takes the next step this prep. 13-1-3. I'm very, very keen on number two. Oh, Richo has gone again. I can tell you the one that he's very, 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 very keen on. And that was uh, a horse by the name of Dirty Work uh, to beat four, Hopri on her, Eduardo and Fabigino. So that's two, four, one and three. Dirty Work was Richo's best on the program. Uh, this is probably the one I'm least confident about. The Galaxy, I've gone for Eduardo, uh, despite having top weight to beat Splintex, Hopri on her, and Bella Vella, one, nine, four, and ten. We finish at Rose Hill with race nine, the TAB birthday card stakes, 1,200-metre group three quality for fillies and mares, Daniel, over 1,200 metres. 
the only race of difference from last week is a top pick, this one, and I've got the two on top, Tricky Gal, who uh, wasn't in the field last start. Just the forgive the Kilmore run. Uh, she was wide throughout there and looking title to tie. She loves a wet track. She's finished in the Quinella in eight of nine starts on a wet track, and um, she's just a very consistent mare. I think she's a good race for her back in grade. The two on top. Six in next written beauty. She's better than what we saw last start. Uh, she's got a long way back in the race that was sort of dominated from up on the speed. Eight gen rules always runs well at a big price and 12 emanates up on the upward spiral. Two, six, eight, twelve. Um, I'm still here. Number six, written beauty for me in the last. Should be suited by the good pace in front. Uh, dropped back to mare's grade. Got her on top from four wonderbarks. We her to be charging home. Five every rose will push forward. And number 12, emanate. Should also go well. Six to eat four, five. Seven. Uh, now I have uh, I switched as well. I went for Written Beauty um, to beat Volpine, Emanate, and Every Rose. So that is uh, six, three, twelve, and five. Uh, my best on the program to recap was race five. Value bet was race seven, number thirteen. Moves ahead. Um, uh, Daniel's best was race two, number eight, Collide. Value bet race three, number five, Polly Gray. Richo's value bet was race seven, number eight, Stay Inside. Richo, we didn't uh, – I did give you tips for the Golden Slipper, but we didn't hear you make the case for why race eight, number two uh, – sorry, I mean the Galaxy. Uh, you, uh, We didn't hear your reasoning for why race eight, number two, Dirty Work, is the best on the Rose Hill program. Uh, just for the excellent uh, fast pace in front, there's so many horses there going to be trying to lead or sit second. Uh, I just think he's going to drop out the back and then charge over the top of them. Uh, and that's why I reckon he's going to be very hard to beat, very unlucky in the Oakley Plate. And uh, given I drop out every few seconds, I can understand why I only get a run every once a year on this show. Rightio, well, uh, look, uh, we've, we, you've come down. I thought well, I might be able to squeeze in Bendigo with you, but uh, we're down to our final two minutes. So uh, thanks very much right. for joining us, Richo. Now, uh, by the by, the sound of your uh, performance, you actually don't listen to this podcast, but we do do uh, a thing called Lazy Lobsters. We haven't got a yep. guest lobster this week, so I want you to email me your uh, best $20 bet for the weekend and uh, you will uh, go on trial with the other two of us as well. But uh, thanks very much for joining us, Richo. No worries. Uh, so, Thank you. See ya. See ya, mate. And uh, we are going to press on to a little venue called Bingo, where it's uh, also been raining this week, but uh, I would expect it to dry out. I'd certainly expect to get back to the soft range at the very least. Daniel, and uh, look, there's probably three here that we need to uh, take a close look at, although there's quality right throughout the program, but um, just thought the $250,000 gold rush and the two listed races are the ones to uh, concentrate on. So race three at Bendigo on Saturday is the APM Animal Health Vobus Gold Rush 1,000 metres set weights for two-year-olds and, as I mentioned, worth 250000 What do you like here? Plenty of value in the race. Um, it's it's going to be a cracking contest. The, the three-star legend, a, a short favourite, but what... What he did at Sandown Hillside on debut was um, pretty impressive. He ran them ragged there over a 1,000 metres. Stays at the trip there. So for a pretty decent draw, he'll um, certainly take catching again. Uh, the value, I think, comes from the 10 Cloudy, though. I thought her form warranted, um, warranted a 
thought in this race for sure. She dead heated Sarah with Sarah just last start. That Orson came out won a listed race pretty pretty easily um, on Adelaide Cup Day at Morpherville. Uh, she also boasts a third to ingratiating down the straight. She'll probably want the, the, the track to dry out a little bit more barks. It's currently, I think, a soft six or seven. Um, not too much rain, if if any, for the rest of the week. So if it gets that soft five, good four, she's probably more of a bet than a soft six, soft seven track. But at 41 to one, I can certainly entertain her. Um, I think she's well over the odds. Three star legend I've got in for second. The seven, Matteo Mark has been trialling and jumping out well. Um, for Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. And the two, Froston as well, that was over the odds um, in this. But 10 on top, Cloudy, of three, seven, and two. Uh, yeah, look, I went for uh, one of the first starters who uh, has uh, trialled up quite well. Look, under a bit of riding, but one convincingly in one good time, and that's number seven, Matau Ma, to beat three starry legend, 11 Irish Mist, and two, Froston. Across to race number Seven on the um, on the Bendigo program, and that is the Priest Bendigo Guineas, uh, fourteen hundred metres set weights and penalties for three year olds. A listed race worth one hundred and fifty thousand. With the two uh, conceded on top, I know I've given him a couple of chances this preparation, but he just really hasn't had much go his way. Um, the first up run was good off uh, off a long spell, and then the two runs since has just sort of had no luck. Um, in running last start at the Mooney at Mooney Valley just sort of got shuffled back in the field and, and dropped out and Damien Lane reporting post race he just didn't handle the uh, the uh, the wet track obviously teeming rain that day at the valley so willing to put a pen through that one um, and the one he got held up at Flemington two back as well so one more chance for conceded but I think he's over the odds in this I certainly think he's good enough. Um, so he's my top pick. The eight, Anna Visto, was another who didn't have much luck last start, although she didn't help herself. She over-raced throughout. She's certainly a classy filly. The 10 re- uh, redeal was excellent, handing some good late splits to win at Sandown Lakeside Fresh. And the four, Seb Song, uh, did plenty first up and resumes here with a bit of, rap, bit of a wrap on him. But two on top, last chance of me conceded on, on top of eight, ten, and four. Uh, well, I like Seb Song resuming, made him my best to be Air Defence, Redeal, and Rathlin. Four, one, ten, and three. And the big one at Bendigo on Saturday is the $150,000 Bet365 Golden Mile, 1,600-metre listed handicap. And with the 12 on top, Kenya, um, I think it's a, a race he can target first up. He's got excellent first up form. His, his last preparation when resuming, he didn't beat much, a benchmark 90, but um, the way he did it with 62 kilos was pretty impressive. He won by five and a half. He could have won by a bit more. He then tackled the Sandown Stakes and ran a ter- terrific race to Junipel, who um, had been running in better races throughout the spring. Uh, we'll need a little bit of luck with the draw, but 54 kilos, uh, lightly raced six-year-old. I think he can certainly... Um, go close in this. The 14-9 clad is just gone from strength to strength since arriving in Australia. The, the one rock, excellent first up, handing some good late splits there. And in for fourth, we've got the six platoon, probably the one over the odds in the race. 12-14-1-6. Uh, yeah, iron clad for me. Thought, uh, look, needs to step up, obviously, but uh, thought could keep winning down the 54 kilos to beat all too high in. The Candyman and Rock, so that's 14, 5, 4, and 1 for me. 
and in fact, we have had my best in value bet. Race seven, number four, Seb Song, the best. Race eight, number 14, Ironclad, the value. But we haven't heard about either of yours, Daniel. Yeah, best bet comes up earlier in the day. Race two, the five street icon. I've always had a bit of time for this mare. She's... Um, wasn't she tackled a listed race last start? She was okay. She was she finished eighth of eight, eighth of eight, but uh, wasn't beaten all that far. Um, there was one the race won by Ancestry, sort of strung him out there and won that quite easily. Uh, back in grade to an eighty four, I think she can really uh, measure up, drawn ideally, and gets some weight relief with the claim. Um, her best is better than these, I think. And if she can get some luck in running, she'll be hard to run. She'll be hard to hold out. It's the five street icon. In for a value, I've got race six, number four, Liquero. Um, I think's definitely worth an each-way bet. He was impressive winning first and second up. He's just an out-and-out stayer. This gelding from Fiorente, uh, he had, had a freshen up between the Flemington win over 2,000 metres and then sort of resuming somewhat at Sandown Lakeside last time with a big with a big weight. He was running on well. He drops five and a half kilos to this. And um, yeah, as I said, the, the rise of 2,200 metres will suit him down to the ground. I think he's a pretty... Handy staying prospect going forward. Race six, number four, Liquero. There is a big, big meeting over in Adelaide on Saturday on the course proper at Morfordville with a couple of uh, black type races and uh, big fields throughout the day. Uh, and the first of those stakes races is race seven, Manahai Classic, a listed uh, quality handicap, Daniel, we're over 1,100 metres. I liked the 16 Pinkham at a price, but um, she has been scratched for another day. So I've got the one now on top, Liar. We know she's a classy mare. <clears throat> she's resuming here. First up record isn't all that great, but her most recent one was a pretty handy second to Diamond Effort. It was low flying at that time of the year last year, sort of that early spring, late winter stage. Um, she has to carry 60 kilos, but she's certainly the class of the field, Liar, and um, the one to beat for mine, Hummer Hummer. In for second, she's another talented mare who has that who has the first set run under her belt. Very good behind Fabagino down the straight. I think she's a better horse around a bend, so she can certainly figure the three Gardner, Gardner, and the four and the two Bold Star third and fourth. One five three two. And race eight at Morphville on Saturday is the newly renamed Claire Lindop Stakes, formerly the Lelia, and. It is a listed event for three-year-old fillies. It's set weights and penalties over 1,600 metres. You've got to stick with Victoria Key. I made her my best on Adelaide Cup Day first up, and she had every chance there sitting sort of close to the speed. And on a day, you had to be. If you're sort of in the back half of the field, you were no chance. Um, so she had a chance in running. But just uh, It wasn't beaten far, but just sort of peaked on her run late. She looked, in, she looked in near to the run. She's first up over the mile. I think that run out of the belt, she can certainly improve. Uh, I don't think she's a, sure, she's a sure thing, though. This is a pretty handy race. Um, a few up-and-comers. Valinetti, a three-year-old Sebring filly, one of those. Resumes a cram in a field of four, and just the, the, the race tactics, tactics were against her there. I think she can certainly improve in the bigger field, be, um, get a chance to run on. Seven, perfect world. Uh, so I'm plenty right this prep and the five scream dream uh, excellent winner last start after getting no luck two back so um so another one on the upwards upward spiral one to beat three seven and five
and you're going to build some bank for those black type races uh, with your best coming up quite early in the program. Yeah, spark up in race two. Um, first thing to win one. Excellent last start, getting a, a long way back and running on the seconds, savaging the line there. <clears throat> the winner led all the way there. So um, it was a pretty good run against the, the, the race pattern. I think she's one of the most deserving maidens um, in Australia at the moment. So hopefully um, Spark Up can get the job done finally in race two. The value comes up in the last, uh, the 10 Soaring Eagle. Um, going pretty well this prep. Doesn't win out of turn, but um, I think a race like this looks good for her. And the fact they're bringing her to South Australia, I think shows a bit of intent. So wait to the last for the value, race nine, number 10, Soaring Eagle. Okay, and in Brisbane, we head back across the road to Doombin on Saturday. Uh, still has been a fair bit of rain up there, but uh, track probably going to be okay. Uh, what have you found for us up there? Yeah, the b best comes up in the last. Uh, Maddie Smith brings one up from Sydney in the form of Lashes, who has some very good form in New South Wales um, on some handy types on the Class 6 here, drawn well, and there is... Likely will be given the ground with the, with a wet track, and she handles that just fine. So um, I think Lashes will be hard to beat with luck at the right time. Race four, number seven, is the value criminal defence. Big fan of this horse. Worked home nicely in the inferior, inferior part of the track last day of the Sunshine Coast. He, he's been kept fr fresh for this um, and races well when he is kept fresh, and he gets in well at the weights after the claim from Aidan Thompson. So... I think he's a definite each-way chance in race four, race four, number seven, criminal defence. Okay. Well, uh, it's also a big day over in Perth where it is WA Oaks Day. Uh, and, in fact, it's all about the uh, two-year-olds over there, uh, three-year-olds over there because uh, the other black-type race is for the uh, three-year-old Colts and Geldings on their way to the derby, but there's not a great deal of interest in that one because there is a red-hot favourite in race four, the Schweppes Mill Vista Stakes, uh, over 2,200 metres, and that, of course, is Western Empire uh, going for a hat-trick. Willie Pike gets back aboard, and $1.20 is your price there. There is more value to be had in race eight, the city of Belmont, WA Oaks, and a man in Perth, BJ Ryan, likes number three, Pure Devotion, again, for Peter's Investments. Grant Nalana Williams and Willie Pike team to beat Temptation uh, with Chris Parnham aboard. And Pike and Parnham are the uh, the two champions when it comes to riding Oaks winners over there. A reliable star for third and Brave Angel for three, four, two and one. BJ's best comes up in the last. It is number 11, Miss Contiki. And his value bet race six, number two, Tim Snip. That brings us to the end of the preview section of the podcast and to our best $20 bet for the weekend, as we like to call it, Lazy Lobsters.
Yes, Lazy Lobsters showed a profit last week, thanks to you, Daniel, uh, with Don to Shoot, uh, returning uh, a $36 profit on SuperTab, paying $2.80. Well done. You uh, excused me with uh, four moves ahead each way. Obviously, the meeting washed out. I might go with four moves ahead each way again. Now, uh, you want to get back on one of your trademark roles, so what are you doing? I'm going to stay in Victoria. I'm going to go to Bendigo in the second event. Pretty keen on Street Icon. So 20 on Street Icon Bucks. All right. And our guest lobster this week is Richo. And he is going to Sydney to the uh, Galaxy. And it is having $10 each way on Dirty Work, who, if memory serves me, I don't have it up, but I think is race eight number two. So that wraps up. Another preview podcast. Joel will be back next week. In the meantime, make sure you pick up your winning post if you haven't already. It's got all the form for Friday, a massive Saturday of racing around Australasia and Sunday, uh, and plenty of uh, good reading besides. Uh, we hope you back plenty of winners over the weekend, and we will talk to you next week on the preview podcast.